USAA is proudly celebrating 100 years of serving the military community. It was a group of soldiers who launched USAA in 1922 by joining together to insure each other's vehicles when no one else would. Since then, USAA has grown to more than 13 million members strong. And through it all, one thing has remained. USAA is still serving the military community and their families. Find out more at usaa.com 100. Today on Veterans Voice, a word with Mark Smith about how you can prepare for a successful transition from military to civilian life. Plus, all about Honor Flight and what this nonprofit is doing for our World War II, Korean War, and Vietnam era veterans. It's just ahead, so stay tuned. And hot! Welcome to the Veterans Voice, presented by USAA. Veterans Voice is a service of Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center, originating from the Optum Podcast Studio in partnership with podcast channel sponsor, Medicare Mentors, technology partner, Colorado Computer Support, and supporting partner, the WireNut Home Services. Welcome back, listeners, to Veterans Voice. I'm Chris Lee, stepping in for Paul Watson. Today I'm here with Mark Smith, Director of Transition and Employment at Mount Carmel Veterans Services. And a little bit later, we'll be talking with Sterling Campbell to discuss Honor Flight of Southern Colorado and what this nonprofit is doing for our World War II, Korean War era, and Vietnam era veterans. Mark, welcome. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. If you don't mind, just telling us a little bit about yourself. Oh, so I'm the Director of Transition and Employment at the Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center. Um, 20-year retiree from the Army. I know I'm not supposed to say retiree. I'm a transition <laughs> service member. Um, you know, Nanette would have a have a fit over that one. Sorry, Nanette. I won't but, tell uh, anybody. <laughs> but, yeah, 20 years Army. Um, been living here in Colorado Springs off and on for about 30 years. So That's great. Yeah. Well, again, thank you for being here. Uh, if you don't mind just telling us a little bit about what you do in the transitions office and kind of what that entails and how that can help people. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, one thing about transition and employment, we're not a placement agency. Right. So we don't place our clients into a job. What we're going to do is provide the tools and resources, help our clients gain employment life after the military mm -hmm. you know and that when that with that that includes you know guard reserve transitioning service members veterans military spouses and dependents oh cool um, between 18 and 26 on the dependents now with that being said you know if your son or daughter comes to us and they're 16 they need help finding a job help with their resume mm -hmm. you know linkedin interview whatever we're going to help them they just won't count as a client for us I see. Um, we don't turn anyone away right, right and that's to include their discharge and judicial background Mm -hmm. um, you know, we help them with their resume again, um, LinkedIn. We do a mock interview workshop, uh, two days called Link. That's actually December 13th and 14th. Um, hiring events, which we actually have one December 6th. Got about 20, 20 or so that said they were coming. Usually we'll end up with about 30 because as soon as that flyer hits social media, it'll it'll explode and everybody <laughs> will want in. It happens every time. That's why I only invite up to 15 to 20 because right. I already know there's going to be 30 show up. So Well, that's a good problem to have, I guess. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Tell me a little bit, what, what got you involved in, in this process and, and tell me your passion about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've been here, it'll be four years in December. There's never been a dull moment, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, 99% of our clients will tell us what they don't want to do, not what they want to do. Right. So, you know, we sit down with them, build a plan, I think. But for me, I feel like if I don't do it, who's going to do it, if that right. makes sense. Right, right. Um, you know, and it's kind of like 
with other organizations I'm involved with, you know, helping homeless veterans, things like that. If I don't do it, who's going to? Um, yeah, I started off. Um, I knew the director of operations at the time. Um, he called me one day out of the blue and said, hey, you want to be a peer navigator? And I was like, what the heck is that? <laughs> um, I didn't know. You know, I was contracting on Fort Carson. Mm. And he said, well, it's like being an Army recruiter, but I don't yell at you about numbers. I was like, <laughs> okay. So I came in and interviewed. And, and you know, I'll be honest, I blew the interview because I didn't know. Right. You right. know, I didn't know you were supposed to tailor your resume. I didn't know. Oh, yeah. There was a certain way to answer questions. I was just being honest. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I walked out. I called Dave, and I said, hey, I said, I think I blew the interview. I said, I said man, I'm sorry. Thank you for the opportunity. You know, I was already apologizing. Sure, yeah. And um, about a week later, I got a call, and it was Paul, who's the director of operations now, and he said, hey, he said, you want the job? I was like, absolutely. <laughs> he said, okay, you start on Monday. I said, okay. So came in, been here ever since. That's spectacular. Awesome. So, yeah, it's a little funny story, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, you mentioned uh, just a minute ago about some upcoming classes here at Mount Carmel. Do you mind uh, just touching on those a little bit? Oh, yeah. So we're going to close out the year strong, as usual, and it's, you know, every year. Um, we have our resume workshop December 14th, mm -hmm. um, the federal. And then we have our link. It's our two-day interview workshop starts on the 13th of December, sure. 13th and 14th. So the first day is all classroom work. Um, on the 14th, they will actually do five mock interviews with companies. And then once that's complete, we have our networking event later that evening at Black Hat, which is um, the Palmer House slash Black Hat Distillery. Mm -hmm. And they I will actually put what they learned in the networking portion into action at the networking event. Oh, that's so, great. And then uh, hiring event December sixth from ten to two. So busy, busy, busy December. <laughs> no, yeah, that's a that's spectacular. Uh, what advice do you have for um, transition and employment during during the holidays? Uh, sometimes people get a little stressed out with um, trying to find a job, but also trying to navigate, you know, Christmas time and that sure. type of thing. Yeah, the holidays are always probably the roughest to include right around Fourth July time frame. Sure, um, you know, a lot of folks are getting out you know, in that time frame during the summer, right. Um, you know, don't stop, you know, just because Christmas and Thanksgiving is there, people are still going to do interviews. People are still going to hire. I mean, I got hired in December of oh, 2019. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, and, and I did my interview maybe a couple of days after Thanksgiving. So, um, <laughs> it can happen, you know, don't get discouraged. Biggest thing, sure. Call us, let us help you. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing is don't get discouraged, mm -hmm. you know, um, Maybe relook the job requirements. Um, look at your resume. Make sure your resume is tailored to that job. You know, again, I didn't know that when I got out. I didn't learn that until I started working at Mount Carmel. And, sure. and that's one thing we always preach. Tailor your resume. You know, networking is key. Mm -hmm. Colorado Springs is a big town, but it's a small community. Everybody knows everybody in this town. Right, so, you know, right. I probably know, and we just met, and I probably <laughs> right, know somebody right. you know. <laughs> probably. Um, so, <laughs> you know, and it, it is, it's it's a definitely a small town. But, yeah, don't get discouraged. That's, that's the biggest thing. Sure. Yeah. Um, just keep plugging away. Again, call us. Let us help you navigate that process. Um, you know, if you need anything from else, anything from us, we are here. So just – how You you mentioned some some classes and, and how to set up LinkedIn. Um, what – What's a little bit of advice for, for I don't know, beginning that platform and, and, and engaging with that? For LinkedIn sure. is to, to come to our LinkedIn workshops. <laughs> I am horrible with LinkedIn. I know I need to use it more. I, I don't have a lot of social media. Sure. Um, I, I don't have Facebook, so I don't 
get on my phone a lot because usually my phone is ringing from right. partners and clients and everybody else. So, um, you know, we'll be starting our LinkedIn workshops back up in January. Sure. I'm locking those dates in now. Um, as soon as we get those, we'll definitely get them out on our website mm -hmm. and our social medias. We'll get them out to our clients and all that. But, uh, yeah, definitely. We, we have some great instructors for LinkedIn that will show you from, from bottom to top how to do it and how to do job searches on there. So That's awesome. Yep. Well, we're going to take a quick break for, for a word from our sponsor. Imagine never having to worry about your information systems ever again. Colorado Computer Support, the exclusive Veterans Voice technology partner, meeting all of our computing needs. Colorado Computer Support is veteran-owned. They're your team for innovative, collaborative IT services and solutions to enhance and support your Colorado business. When you need IT services to keep your business going, make sure the Colorado com Computer Support Team is on your team. Call 719-355-2440 to learn more. That's 719-355-2440. The WireNut Home Services. Every season brings a new strain on your home systems. Veterans Voice Partner, the WireNut Home Services, is the company you can count on to handle your heating, cooling, and electrical needs. They're family-owned, proud to employ honest, hard-working Coloradans. When you need plumbing, heating, and cooling, or electrical help, the WireNut does that. Call 719 399 5021. That's 719-399-5021. And we're back. So tell me a little bit about, be some more of your background. Uh, you said you're a 20-year Army veteran. What was your transition process like as you got out of the military? <laughs> uh, it was a hot mess. Uh, <laughs> you know, well, so the day I transitioned out, um, I went on terminal leave on November 7th. That evening, got in a motorcycle wreck, oh, no. um, shattered my foot. That's why I was at the doctor today. Um, so I was on crutches for about my 100 days of terminal leave oh, and wow. permissive TDY. Um, I got really bored really fast because I always thought it'd be cool. I'm retired now. I'm just going to lay on the couch, watch TV, <laughs> right. do some yard work. You know, um, I got bored really fast. Uh, about the first week, I was kind of done. I, uh, I started applying for jobs on Indeed. And uh, the only people that would call me back were insurance sales and, and nothing against that industry. Sure. But being a recruiter, I didn't want to sell anything. I was done. Right. right. Um, I just wanted to kind of do something where I wasn't in charge. 18 of my 20 years, I was in a leadership <laughs> position. I just wanted somebody to tell me, hey, I'm coming into work at 8 and I'm leaving at 5. So um, after about a month of that, I started so somewhat networking. I started calling friends. Hey, who do you know? Who do you know? Who do you know? And called a friend and he said, hey, my wife works for a security company and they're looking for security guards at Memorial Hospital. Mm -hmm. I was like, excellent. So I <laughs> called his wife and she said, oh, yeah, yeah, just go to the website and apply and put me down as a reference. I said, OK, went in, got called, went in for an interview. So needless to say, I had the big space boot on my foot. So right. I took that off. <laughs> um, yeah, dumb. Jammed my cowboy boot on and walked <laughs> around for about a week like that to get my foot to where it would go into a dress shoe. Right. So I could wear my suit. <laughs> so did that, showed up for the interview, got hired to work for um, Allied Universal for about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. um, I was there about probably six months and I was made shift supervisor. <laughs> and then... Uh, and then through networking, a guy that worked for me, he said, hey, do you want to work on Fort Carson? Hmm. And I said, what are we doing? He said, tracking the vehicle maintenance of the Stryker Brigade. And I said, okay, cool. So interviewed there. That interview was was 
an experience, let me tell you. <laughs> um, I could get into that later on, but that's a long story. Sure. Got hired on there, worked there for four years, and then um, the director of operations at Mount Carmel called me out of the blue one day, and I, I knew something was going on on Fort Carson. They ended up losing the contract, mm-hmm. um, and it was actually that July 4th during COVID. Oh, okay. They they shut down the contract, and I started here in December of 2019. So it worked out great. I didn't have a break. Right, right. But uh, that was kind of my transition. I you know I had a bachelor's degree in a security clearance. Right. I thought I'm going to make 200 million dollars a year. You know, <laughs> right. 20 years military experience. Come on now. Yeah. You know, yeah, not so much. Um, that didn't work out that way. You know, one thing we tell our clients too is don't be surprised if you have more than one job after you transition right. out of the military. Right. Um, it took me three jobs to find a home. And I, you know, like I said, been here since 2019 mm-hmm. until they kicked me out of the building. You know, <laughs> I'll be here for a while working on my resume. You know, when I retired, we didn't have the resources we have today. Sure. There, you know, there were was no Mount Carmel. There was no, you know, fellowships and internships and CSPs and all that. You know, it was basically you went in, you did tap, you got, you cleared, you got your 214 and good luck. Right. You know, right. let us know if you need anything, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So, yeah, start as early as you can and plan ahead. Again, I didn't do that because I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. So, But we are about to wrap up. Uh, last three bits of advice, uh, top three uh, tips you could offer somebody as they're getting ready to transition out. Start networking now. Yeah. Um, start getting your resume. And, and I'll kind of caveat off the networking to include start getting your resume put together. Mm-hmm. Um, there's plenty of organizations that will write your resume for you for free. We will assist you. We, we're not going to write it for you, but we'll assist you. But start putting those things together now. Start thinking financially. Is this sound for me? And uh, the third thing is call us. You know, if you want to get in in any of our workshops, they're all posted on our social medias, um, whether it be Civilian Resume Federal, LinkedIn, Link, our two-day interview workshop, the hiring events, just come, please come, bring a resume. These folks are hiring. I mean, that's why they're coming. You know, I I give them free reign of the building. You know, if they want to do on-the-spot interviews, take resumes, do a sign-in roster, they can do whatever they choose. And we get folks hired from these hiring events. That's spectacular. Yeah, definitely call me, 719-309-4724, or shoot me an email, marksmith, the at sign, mtcarmelcenter.org. Perfect. Mark, it was an absolute pleasure talking to you today. Thanks so much for all you do, uh, helping veterans. You're listening to The Veteran's Voice, presented by USAA in partnership with Optum, Medicare Mentors, Colorado Computer Support, and the WireNet Home Services. Sterling, welcome to the show. Thanks for being back. If you don't mind just giving us a little bit of background about yourself and then uh, tell us about Honor Flight. Sure, I'd be glad to. And and thanks for having us back again. So uh, I am Sterling Campbell. I am the Vice President of Honor Flight of Southern Colorado. And for our listeners that may not be familiar with, Honor Flight is a national organization with individual hubs in most states. And our mission is to take World War II Korea and Vietnam era veterans to Washington, D.C. on a three-day trip to see the monuments that were built in their honor at no cost to the veteran. We just completed uh, honor flight number 17 for us here in Southern Colorado and just had a had a fantastic trip there. That's awesome. Tell me, how did you get involved with it about your, your history with it? I've actually been a volunteer with Mount Carmel Veteran Service Center literally since before they opened their doors. I'm typically there every Wednesday uh, with my day job providing counseling services 
services. And I uh, met somebody through that that has been involved with Honor Flight for years. And she uh, she worked me long enough until I, I decided to join and realized what an incredible organization it is to be able to, you know, to do this for sometimes, you know, more, more elderly veterans and especially our Vietnam veterans. As we all know, we as a society did not treat them very well uh, when it came, came time for them coming home. So to me, this is a way to help give back and for a lot of those veterans to give them give them some closure. That's amazing. You said you just wrapped up the the 17th honor flight. Can you tell me a little bit about that? What was that experience like? Uh, honor flight number 17 was actually pretty special for us because we did what we call a double flight. We normally take about 25 veterans and nearly that much in the way of support personnel. This time, due to a very large, generous donation last year, we were able to take 54 veterans along with 33 support staff and guardians. Really just just an incredible, incredible experience. In fact, for those uh, that would like to check it out, we took along our, as we call her, our favorite embedded reporter, Bree Groves from KOAA Channel 5, was on the trip with us. And she did a 30-minute documentary, which actually aired last Sunday after the uh, Sunday night football game, uh, that is now available on our website. It is incredible. We had a fantastic trip, and then uh, we always do, as, as part of the trip, uh, we do what we call our, our welcome home ceremony. And uh, when they come back, we're at a uh, local high school setting up in the gym there, and, and we do quite the ceremony to welcome them back. And, and that's probably one of the biggest comments that we get from our veterans is they finally have felt like they've been welcomed home, which is great in one way, but sad in another way you know for a lot of these these individuals they, they've never they've never in many cases especially our world war ii and uh korea era you know it's something they never talked about when they came home families didn't know anything about it that you know what they did where they served or anything like that and one of the other neat things that we have found that from our families is that they uh tell us that a lot of times that you know dad or mom the veteran came home and for the first time they actually started to share with their family so that is is something else that is that is great to see that I think it just helps to open them up and especially that time spent with their federal vet veterans, whether you know it's the same era or a di different era, it, it helps them to hopefully have that start or have that healing process and to then be able to come home and share with their families is, I think, a great part of, of what we're able to do with Honor Flight. You can see the documentary on our uh, website. It's uh, Honor Flight. SoCo.net or just search Honor Flight of Southern Colorado and that will take you to it. A couple of things that we like to ask uh, of people is if you know World War II, Korea, or Vietnam era, and we don't have any combat requirements, in-country requirements, anything like that. We just, you know, did they serve in that time frame? That is the requirement. And so if you know anybody in that era, especially uh, World War II, since we uh, not, a, not a lot of uh, those veterans are still with us, if you know someone who has not done an honor trip, please have them go to our website and, and have them a Apply. We also are looking for guardians, people to go along and again to assist. And then um, volunteers, like any good nonprofit organization, we're all volunteers and we're always looking at uh, additional help. It sounds like a pretty incredible experience. Are there any qualifications to to be a support staff or, or to be a guardian on these honor flights? Well, uh, of course, medical, you know, uh, we obviously medical training and background, our counselors are professional counselors. For our guardians, that is one thing we do like to mention. 
as I said earlier, uh, our veterans pay nothing for this trip. We cover everything, food, lodging, airfare, buses, all that. But we do ask our guardians that come along to support, we do ask them that they contribute $1,000. Typically, our average flight costs about $50,000. And that's with a smaller group, not with a larger group. But we ask our guardians to simply help out because, as you can imagine, a big part of what we do is fundraising. It is an experience. Uh, I'm a veteran myself, uh, but to be able to to spend that kind of time with our veterans that have gone before us, the stories that they share and and, and what they went through, you know, different uh, different war periods there. You know, we simply ask that you know you come with the uh, with the heart to serve, and uh, you may do, be doing some wheelchair pushing there. It sounds really incredible. Tell me how how long are these trips and how do people get involved? You mentioned the website, if you don't mind. Right. So typically our, our trips are three days. We usually will fly out uh, Thursday morning and come back uh, Saturday afternoon. And so whether we, you know, usually we'll fly out of, uh, out of DIA sometimes during the Springs, but anyone who would like to, uh, to get involved, we're actually looking at uh, next year, we have two trips planned. One is in April and the other one is in the fall. We do not have a definite date on that yet, but we're always looking not only for the guardians, but volunteers. We're a we're a growing organization. We're in need of, of volunteers for for just about anything. So uh, you can go to our website at the top. Uh, it'll say uh, apply now, and it'll give you the three categories: veteran, guardian, and uh, volunteer. Please put your information in there. Uh, let us know what you would you like to do, uh, and uh, we'll be we'll be getting back with you there. We do have a little bit of a backlog left over from the pandemic. Anyone applying now might be a year or two before we're able to take them. Obviously, again, our, our fundraising is is a big part of it there. Uh, but the one thing we do is that anyone who is Vietnam, or excuse me, World War II era or terminally ill, they go to the top of the list. Uh, our next, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, major fundraiser will be on uh, March 16th of 2024 at the uh, Abbey down in Canyon City. We have our uh, annual banquet down there. And then our other one, uh, more for the Colorado Springs area, is what we call our Boots Bourbon and Brews. And I know I had you at Bourbon and Brews there, but <laughs> this is going to be at the Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame on June 27th. And uh, it's going to be a, uh, a dinner and quite the event. Uh, we had our inaugural one last year, and this one uh, is... Sounds amazing. Uh, we're going to take a quick word from our sponsor, Optum Colorado. Veterans Voice is produced in the Optum Podcast Studio. Optum Colorado and Mountain View Medical Group, part of Optum, offer 20 clinics throughout the Pikes Peak region. Their primary and specialty care doctors provide quality, patient-centered care backed by Optum's industry-leading health services and technology. Optum is dedicated to helping our community live healthier while keeping care affordable. Visit OptumCare.com slash Colorado. 22nd or 24th? Slash Colorado to learn more and schedule your appointment today. Medicare Mentors. When it's time to consider your Medicare options, it's time to talk with Medicare Mentors. Medicare Mentors, powered by Spark, is veteran-owned, a longstanding Mount Carmel Veteran Service Center partner and the Veterans Voice podcast channel provider. More than that, they go above and beyond to make sure that when you need them, they're there lending a helping hand. Medicare Mentors, powered by Spark, always above and beyond. Visit MedicareMentorsLLC.com for more information. And we're back. Sterling, this has been such an interesting conversation. Uh, you mentioned before we took our break about the, the upcoming fundraiser events. If you could touch on those one more time with the dates and the, the locations. 
You got it. And so the uh, first one is March 16th at the Abbey down in Canyon City. That's our annual uh, banquet. And then the next one is our Boots, Bourbon, and Brews. Uh, I believe I misspoke. It's actually on June uh, 22nd at the Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame here in Culver Springs. Um, Last year was our first one. And so uh, it's going to be bigger and, and, and better this year too. But uh, this is, um, again, a big part of what we do uh, is the fundraising to be able to to pay for these trips. Uh, right now, we typically do two trips a year, and we're hoping that someday, depending on funding, uh, that we might be able to, to get that up to three trips a year, simply because, as we all know, Colorado Springs especially, but Southern Colorado as a whole uh, has a very large group of, uh, obviously, veterans in general, but we also have... Uh, a very large group of our World War II through Vietnam era veterans. And so that's that's one other thing, too, that we always like to ask. Uh, again, besides passing the word for us, and if you can uh, volunteer to help, we just happen to conveniently have at the top of our uh, webpage a donate button. So if you have the wherewithal to do that, uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Excellent. If, if you don't mind, just share with us a little bit about any takeaways you've gotten from being involved with Honor Flight, uh, either through your experience or even even running on the back end with helping with fundraising and that type of thing. For me as a veteran myself, to be able to, you know, to me, it's just a way of, of continuing to serve and to give back as, as a lot of us. And I know you, um, you know, working with Mount Carmel, what they bring into our community and, and literally under one roof for our, our veteran community is phenomenal, both for veterans and their families. To me, it is is just an extension of, of what I do, you know, as a volunteer in general with Mount Carmel, but then to specifically to be involved with this organization and really, I think that the bottom line is, and what really we see and that that really makes it all worthwhile is to see that veteran reach that point that they're they're able to start sharing. Sometimes it's it's difficult for even them to share with their their fellow veterans. But to be able to hopefully start that healing process and then to to go on uh, and and see them in some cases start sharing that with family and friends is, just an incredible, I think, important part of what we do. And when we see that happen, it 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 is fantastic. I think you definitely hit on something there. Being able to share about one's experience as a veteran um, is an important part of the healing process. And so it, I'm very excited to hear that some of those those veterans from some of those older conflicts and wars have now the opportunity and maybe the tools to to open up and share some of their experience and, and get some of that out. I love this this idea of, of the honor flight. If you don't mind sharing the website one more time and how to donate and how to get involved. You got it. It is honorflightsoco, so S-O-C-O dot net. Also follow us too on social media. We are on Facebook. We'll be uh, posting information about our upcoming events. At the website, you can see past flights. You'll see the current uh, documentary that was just recently done. Uh, you have the ability to volunteer, sign up as a veteran or as a guardian. And of course, last but not least, uh, don't forget the donate button. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks again for having us. Well, that's it for today. You can find Veterans Voice Podcast on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Plus, you can listen to Veterans Voice every Sunday at 7.30 a.m. on KRDO News Radio. You've been listening to The Veterans Voice, presented by USAA. Veterans Voice is a service of Mount
Carmel Veterans Service Center and originates from the Optum Podcast Studio located on the Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center campus in Colorado Springs, Colorado. The podcast channel is provided by Medicare Mentors. Computing Power is provided by Technology Partner Colorado Computer Support. Additional funding is provided by Supporting Partner The Wire Nut Home Services. Veterans Voice airs on flagship station KRDL News Radio Sundays at 7.30 a.m. The podcast publishes Saturday at 8 a.m. and is available on all your favorite podcast apps. This message is from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Veterans, do you want military history and your stories of service preserved? The Library of Congress Veterans History Project collects, preserves, and makes accessible the first-hand accounts of veterans who served from World War I through today. Make your story heard. To learn more and become involved, visit loc.gov vets.